It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, Saturday Friends. How are you? It's the Saturday Friends Club, now recorded on Sundays. You Three can... times in a row. I know. I, I don't know why we weekend Friends Club. I don't. It's it's a thing. Anyway, we're at the Saturday Friends Club. Hi, we're a podcast. We record on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, to get together with our friends and watch stuff that we used to enjoy, or sometimes just to just force experiences on each other yes force is a good word to use force is definitely a word that is used hi i'm josh uh sabrina is here hello uh and we have our two other friends here jeremiah hello and uh christina hello and uh this this week uh so so to give you the rundown you can find us at friendsclub.com uh patreon.com slash sat friends club uh we talk about movies and things that we enjoy um sometimes this happens where somebody has something so magical, uh, yet so awful. Uh, we've done this a few times before. Um, uh, what some may remember, uh, Cool as Ice, the uh, the Vanilla Ice movie, uh, where uh, one of his moves to romance a lady is to uh, like slide into her bed, uh, and as she is waking up, slip ice cubes into her mouth. Uh, that's, oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sensual. Okay. Very yeah. sensual. I recommend you watch this movie. It's a great movie. You, You've you, seen it? I have seen it. Cool. Oh, no. Yeah. I, you are the first person I've met outside of our group that's actually seen it. Oh, yeah. I've Jeremiah, are you down by law? Down <laughs> by law. <laughs> I like I like the scene where he does all the tricks on the motorcycle <laughs> in order to try to impress the girl. Yeah. Because that was so romantic. I, I like that real dope house they, they go to. <laughs> That, to get a, their mo- their motorcycles fixed. I like yeah. the, I like the house under construction they go to like three times. Yeah, over <laughs> and over again. This movie sounds great. It yeah, great. it's yeah, it, it's something. It's it's great. Kind of similar to the peanut butter solution. Uh, Such Cr- a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Christina, what's your history with the peanut butter solution? I think I mentioned before that I thought that. Um, I imagined this movie, that it didn't actually exist, that it was a dream, um, until Google came around, and I had to Google. Just Google showed up at your house. Google showed up, knocked on the door, and said, hey. buddy, what's up? You need some knowledge? Yeah, I heard you were looking for something. Um, I take all this data. Would you like to know something every once in a while? Take it. Um, So I did a a Google search for it, and it was a movie where the boy loses his hair, and there's peanut butter, and the paint brushes. (laughs) And it came up with this, um, so had to share it. <laughs> you sure are you, are you glad that now you know that you're not crazy? Yes, yes. I was uh, very, very, very concerned that this was my imagination. Um, if, I, if I had imagined this movie, I would also be concerned. Yeah. But luckily we found out we're not the ones who imagined it. Someone else actually ma- imagined yeah. it first. And so. brought it to life. And it was the yeah. Canadians. Um, yes. <laughs> and I'm not sure it was a good decision. It's all Montreal's fault. And I don't know how, um, as a kid living in North Carolina, a Canadian VHS made its way down to us. Yeah, that should be illegal. I don't know. It's very strange. It's like Nickelback, Bare Naked Ladies, Celine Dion. 
Yes. Like <laughs> Celine Dion. Yeah. She's the real star of yeah. this movie. I yeah. think. We, we, we will get into Celine Dion because I have both of the songs that she made oh, yes. for the oh, peanut butter solution. Oh They're magical. They're magical. They make this movie seem like a different movie. <laughs> I don't think that she actually knew what she was recording the music for. She's just like, I'm going to make some very effervescent tunes for this lovely yes. movie. Yes. Before I become super famous, Celine Dion, see me in Vegas. <laughs> oh, if only she knew. Uh, all right. So, so you just had a VHS of this yeah. as a kid? Yeah. Maybe my mom rented it. I don't know. Um, I feel like I only watched it once or twice, um, but it really has stuck with me. Um, it is something I yeah. think that none of us will ever, ever... Uh, be able to get rid of Good. from uh, there will be brain cells that will retain this oh. to my dying day. Good. I will just be just like, like peanut Good. butter to the roof of your mouth. Good. I will. I will always have to avoid the fright. Um, <laughs> sponsored, to... sponsored by Skippy. Sponsored <laughs> by Skippy peanut butter. <laughs> All right. Had anyone else had any idea about this movie? Sabrina is shaking her head, which is not good for an audio medium. <laughs> it's, I'm being very vehement that I've never seen this movie I, ever uh, until now, and it? now I am cursed. You're welcome, <laughs> Jeremiah. I, I had never seen it. Uh, Christine had shown it to me once, a trailer for it, and uh, I think that was about as far as I was willing to go before this. <laughs> um, but, but you know, for this, we make sacrifices. Yes, this this is basically what the club's all about: making sacrifices <laughs> I mean, for the listening enjoyment. I mean, you did get an off week where I didn't bring up a video game or Sonic show, so you're you're welcome, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if they're on here long enough, they will. Yeah. They will. You'll you'll have to watch Fair something warning. Sonic related. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I gotta like go Sonic, fast. So. Oh, all right. We do gotta go fast. We're friends. We should go see that movie together. It looks like it's gonna be great. I want to go see Aww. it as it was originally intended, <laughs> and then see it the way that they're going to change it. Or get the director's cut. I hope that there is one. I really do. Oh man, could you imagine the director's commentary for that movie? Anyway, could you imagine the director's commentary for Peanut Butter Solution? <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure they were just like, yeah, that's good. Just keep it in. Just keep it in there. There was no editing done. Oh, my goodness. Now I want that DVD. I feel like I need to have that director's commentary. I know that the director has done commentary about oh. bits of the movie. It's it's mentioned on the IMDb trivia page, which, really? as usual, we oh. will get into later. Oh. This is where all the good oh. stuff happens. I know. All right, let's get into it. My breakdowns on these are usually very interesting. So let me, uh, this and this one is especially interesting. So let's talk about child pattern baldness. <laughs> let's talk about non-child pattern baldness. Let's talk about smearing yourself with a whole bunch of BS because ghosts told you. Let's talk about artists who kidnap children and put them into sweatshops, but he's magic, and that makes it okay. Uh, I think that about covers it. Uh, let's let's talk about the peanut butter solution. To a child, the world is so wide. To a child, storms are outside. Calm your fear, the rainbows cure. Where you start Falling to your heart Everything you see 
this 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 does not fit the movie at all. No. This was that Michael's song? That was Michael's song. Oh, the child. Everybody, <laughs> everyone was laughing. And now everyone in this room was just like, oh, crap. Celine Dion made this pretty beautiful song for this not good movie. Uh, written specifically for. Yeah. Yes. Two songs. I don't know when we want to get to the second song. Well, which, oh, I have should, a question. Should we introduce that to the part that is in? I think we should include that later on yeah. when they introduce it in the most bizarre scene. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll save that. I, I mean, here's my thing. They could have had a great opportunity to create a song called The Peanut Butter Solution, yes. and they failed to do so. Yes. Because if 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 they had made a song called the Peanut Butter Solution, then I for sure would have known that that song belonged in this movie. The two songs they made, you could put in a different movie yes. and it would still work. Like Explorers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the aliens sings that song. Oh, Michael's song. That should have happened. <laughs> All right, uh, the peanut butter solution, French title Operation Duer de Pontes. I ma- I totally Whoa. I totally nailed that, guys. Good job. Would you even attempt Perfect. to speak something in <clears throat> French? <clears throat> it's a 1985 family horror fan- fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say family horror? Family <laughs> horror. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new genre. Oh, I mm. family. <laughs> it is pretty horrific. We're here to be horrified together as a family. <laughs> family horror. Can we be the Saturday Family Horror Club? <laughs> Wait, isn't Troll Two Family Horror? Uh, could I feel be. like that fits into that same genre. Could Gremlins be Family Horror? Yes. Yeah, the first one. For sure. Yeah. Gremlins, sure. Ghoulies, not so much. Ghoulies, no. Yeah, Ghoulies is a bit too rough for, but I watched it as a kid. Maybe Ghoulies, too. Maybe Ghoulies, too, yes. (laughs) Family horrors. It has four movies. I will, I will challenge somebody to come up with a better term this week than family horror. I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. Oh, no, it's family horror. It's okay. The kids can come. They'll be fine. scarred for life. Family horror. Especially after the peanut butter solution. Yes. <laughs> the movie was directed by, uh, I'm going to assume that all these are French, like Canadian French names. So I'm going to attempt to say them in French. All right. Michael Rubo, and is the second in the Tales for All Contes Portois series. Uh, Wait, there's more? Oh, there's there, a bunch. There are actually 23 Tales for All. Oh, uh, in total. no. And they're almost all on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, series of children's movies created by Les Productions Lafette. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that party production? Part, I, maybe? I don't know. I don't speak French. I only say it badly. La Fete, F-E-T-E. Yeah, like feta, yeah. So party, yeah. It's the, it's the cheese party, production. Pa- party production. Party production. <laughs> we are the party production. We only make family horror. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we haven't even started, and we've lost ourselves on family horror. <laughs> It only gets better from here. Because it makes so much sense. Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. Yeah. All right. Let's get down to it. Michael Baskins is an average 11-year-old boy. 
His father, Billy Baskins, is a struggling artist and temporary sole caregiver of the children while his wife attends to the needs of her recently deceased father in Australia, which is not mentioned until the end of the movie. <laughs> She's just gone. You think that she left or like they're this, abandoned? This, yes. was, this, this was him saying she left, but it actually meant she died. Yeah. Yeah. They specifically say just she left. <laughs> That's it. The, she abandoned us. The the sister slash um, mother surrogate. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes. We need to talk about this so, now. Yes, we do. She says she's not dead. The kid is having a really hard time coming to grips with the fact that his mom is halfway around the world. I don't know. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a yeah. lot of like discussions that is like, wait, did she run out on them? Yeah, like, is, yeah. Is this like, are they in a divorce situation? Like, no, she's just in Australia. Yeah. 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 Like that, that yeah. nobody talks about that towards till towards the end of the movie. The whole time you're just wondering what actually happened to their mom mm-hmm. and uh, the sister mother, you know, basically taking the role. That sounds wrong. That sounds wrong. Can we talk. not say sister mother? <laughs> but we have to talk about sister mother. It's That's, very is important. This too close to sister wife right now. <laughs> So the sister wife. No. <laughs> so, so, so there's Michael, but he's got a sister, and the sister for some reason is wearing like the mom's bathrobes, and, and she I, does all the things the mom, I guess, would normally do if the mom was still there. Yes. So, with, yes. which includes like coming upstairs and just having mom talks with the dad. Yes. Like it's like I just can't get him to listen to me. <laughs> And the dad just acts like this is normal. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what we're going to do with him. There's there's one scene where she's pouring over like a calculator and a computer. Yes. And like rifling through these finances. She's probably like 12. Yeah. She's maybe a year older than the main character. Like, yeah. No. But for some no. reason, she's decided that she needs to be the mother figure yes. for the short amount of time that their actual mom is away. Yes. Could you imagine at the end of the film, like how the power dynamic shifts then? Like she has to give up up the control that she's had for weeks will she though <laughs> please let's, can she let's talk about that breakfast all right so the very first scene of the movie is her in their mother's robe and michael and her basically arguing about the fact that she only wears the robe to make him angry and she's like no she told me i could and that was her whole argument but what she's doing in the background is blending random things together for <laughs> breakfast, like yeah. raw eggs and some lettuce and like cereal. And she blends it all together and <laughs> tries to pour it on his plate, not a bowl, yeah. a plate. Yeah. And says, what do you mean you don't want it? This is the same thing that mom always makes. <laughs> That's how this want, movie starts. I don't want that glob. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. That's oh, this movie is amazing and just how weird it is. Oh my goodness. We haven't even left scene one. No, we have not. Uh so yeah, he is upset because mom is gone. He goes upstairs uh, or she goes upstairs and starts talking to the dad, and the dad is basically uh the guy from um oh god, he's been in like everything. Uh, I need to pull him up. He is Michael Hogan. Yeah, I thought he looked really familiar when I was watching it. I was like, where do I know this guy from? 
He's so familiar. Yeah, so he's every Battlestar Galactica you've oh. you've seen recently. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. It's just imagine Colonel Paul Tog just like I can't deal with you, kid. I gotta go ahead and paint some more. <laughs> oh my god, it is him. <laughs> <laughs> What a oh what a my crime, god! You know? when, oh my god! I can't wait when we talk about his paintings. Oh <laughs> yes! Oh my god! <laughs> we can, we we are easily going to talk about this longer than the actual movie. More than because, likely, because we have to talk about every plot point. Mm, By the way, if we beautiful. haven't if, if we haven't explained to you right now, it is on YouTube. It's not in great quality, but go watch it. Like mm. it's dumb. And, like, you can just suffer with us. Yes. <laughs> yes, please, suffer with us. Yes, we probably should have started with that. But since we're still at the beginning, like, this is this is what you're ready for. So <laughs> pause, go watch it, and then come back to us. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Boy, howdy, now you feel the way we do. Okay, let's get to this. So... Uh, upon hearing the news that an abandoned mansion has recently burned down, Michael and his friend Connie decide to explore the remains. So Connie is this character that is essentially the Kramer of this world. Yes. Just yes. kind of shows up and he's just like, hey, soccer practice, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to soccer practice, right? All the winos burnt down in this house. <laughs> I love that's what they call the homeless people, winos. Winos, that's what they call them. I thought, so, okay, can we please talk about the scene right after Connie tells him yes. that all the winos <laughs> burnt down oh, in the house? God, the, no. the weirdest edited scene where, where uh, it suddenly gets super serious. <laughs> that's and where it, the family horror part starts, I think. <laughs> Where he remembers that he gave some coins to a homeless guy, and the homeless guy smiled at him, and it changed his life. Oh, we got to get to soccer practice. <laughs> um, Michael even says, you never know how the smallest things might affect your life. <laughs> and immediately, I think the next line is, we're going to be late for soccer practice. Oh, yeah. And then cut. Oh, yeah. Hard cut. Yeah. Hard cut. Oh, yeah. my All right. God. So, that scene just blew my mind away, right? Is it soft and fuzzy filmed and oh inner monologue And he's just like, you never know how the smallest things will change your life. And he puts this coin in this guy's cup and then runs away awkwardly. I gave him all the money I had. All the money. And he gave me a creepy look. And then, then all of a sudden, soccer practice. Oh, my God. Oh. Smiling too much, it hurts now. I didn't know how deep we were going to go until I saw that part of the movie. <laughs> and then I knew it could only go down. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything we're missing between in the, the plot between the point that we're going to go to the mansion? I don't think so. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, I do, we ha do we have our first art scene at this point? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yes, I think they're, they decide to go to the house. Or look at the house. Well, yeah, yeah, we we have we have we have to have the art scene first because yes. we set that up before the fright yes. happens. For some reason, well, no, I think the art scene, the first real art scene where you see the father's art, was a little bit later. Well, no, 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 oh, but no. I mean the uh, the the artiste, yeah. the the oh, senior, yes. oh, senior, senior. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, goodness gracious. So. Yes, that's before the house. Time to talk about the senior guys. <laughs> oh, the this senior. crazy guy that's 
making <laughs> elementary school kids draw his dog. No imagination. No imagination. Draw what you see. That does not look like a dog. That looks like a pig. Look at this person's drawing. It looks more like a dog. And it doesn't actually look more like a dog than the next kid. But okay. But this looks like a pig. Why are you putting... What's that, what's that behind him? I decided to put flames there. There's no flames. <laughs> Do you see flames? Tears up his picture. I'm like, oh my goodness. What kind of art teacher is this? There's no imagination in art. And then he goes to Connie's painting. And Connie has this weird thing where he's just like, if you tear my painting, I am never coming to this class again. Which is not how school works. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't mess with Connie. Really, you don't. You don't. Connie you don't. is surprisingly intense. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Best character in this whole movie. For sure. Connie yeah. is the Hudson Hawk of this movie in more ways than one. <laughs> All right. All right. So now that we've went and we've t- explained the senior, which is basically a crazy fake Fake Rembrandt person. Yeah, he said he was related to Rembrandt, but Rembrandt's Dutch. He's called the Signor, which is an Italian term, but he's French. He's got a a French Or at least French-Canadian. But he is a great artist and a great teacher and the great, 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 great grandson of Rembrandt. Somehow he's related to a famous Dutch painter, even though he's very French. (laughs) <laughs> this guy. Okay, so now Senior. we're at, now we're at the mansion. Which the reason that they want to go in is because Michael is afraid that there might have been like people that were the winos. Yes, the winos. Christ, uh, uh, that, that were inside. So he wants to go in to try and find out if anybody was inside. I guess. Mm-hmm. And they have this real dumb scene where like. Connie's trying to get in and he tries to go up the slide thing, but he can't. And he's just like, uh, oh, well. And then Michael continues up and then Connie is immediately like, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> like you were 30 seconds ago. You were attempting the same yes. thing. <laughs> but now that someone else is doing it, suddenly you don't want him doing it. OK. And, you know, then just has to mention how everyone had burnt up and melted in there just last <laughs> yes. night. Yes. Yes. He got so close to that. It was the first one there. He <laughs> <laughs> was right in the thick of it. He totally did not start that fire. Yeah. No, totally was not his fault. Oh, I yeah, so... by the way, when they showed this building, it does not look like it was burnt no. at all. No. It looks like it's in the middle of being like reconstructed, like they were emptying it out of crap, but it does not look burnt at all. No, and they were like, see, look, it's all burnt down. <laughs> it's like, no, that's just someone doing a renovation, it looks like. It doesn't look like it was burnt at all. You didn't even try and like no. paint anything black to look like soot. Okay, fine. You say it's burnt, I'll use my imagination. Yes. Even not, though I'm watching You're not intelli- allowed to use imagination. You, draw what you see. Yeah, just wait until they completely change how the house looks later. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a gem. Really, it is. Man, we have gotten three sentences in on this three-paragraph synopsis. Uh, All right, so outside the mansion, Connie dares Michael to take a look inside, leading to a frightening encounter with the ghosts of its homeless inhabitants who had died in the fire. Who said that? We didn't see that. That didn't happen in the movie. No, it did not. (laughs) At all. 
It I did was not. the whole time going, what was the fright? <laughs> Even at the end, when they, they try to explain it, it yeah, still didn't make, make any, any sense. sense. He goes into this house. You hear him yell and fall out the window. <laughs> and that <laughs> is what happens. The fall it, is amazing. <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. He, the fright caused the... No, well, the, the, the thing yeah. to happen. Yeah, the thing to happen. But but yeah, he, he did a great like he fell backwards out of the th- yes. out of the slide and then he rolled like a mile and a half yes. down some bricks. Yes. <laughs> and he was unconscious, so Connie had to drag him home yeah. in a shopping a, cart. Yeah, a shopping cart. And then he gets home, and the sister mom sees him and is just like, oh, what is he doing? And, and Connie's just like, he's unconscious. Yeah, that was the scene where she's working on all of the yes. you know, yeah. taxes for the family. I guess. Yeah, getting the family affairs in order. Sister mother. Oh, I really do. The more we explain it, the more this still feels like a fever dream. <laughs> Now you understand maybe why I thought I imagined it. I feel like I would explain the synopsis of this movie and someone would be like, you're just making that up. Yeah. I'm, and I'll be like, go on YouTube. It's there. Yeah. You'll believe me once you watch it. And it's then they'll come back. See. They'll come back and be like, oh, why? <laughs> you know, I watched it. I passed it on to you. Now you got to pass it on to someone else. It's the curse. It's, like the fright. It is the yes. fright. Oh. You got to pass so, it on. So what is not mentioned at this moment is that Michael has contracted the fright, a mysterious illness because of his fearsome run-in with ghosts, which also was not mentioned that that was what he ran into. Exactly, yeah. Nowhere does it ever, does he say it was ghosts. They were the ghosts of the winos that he previously donated money to. Michael wakes up the next morning to to find out that the fright has made him lose all of his hair. Oh my god, the scene. Even though Michael Hogan thinks it's the cat. <laughs> oh yeah, that scene with the cat. Oh my Oh, this scene drives me nuts. There's the random scene where they're all dressed for bed and this sister mother is outside the door and she's complaining about how she already chased off the cat but it went back to sleep on his head. And then she goes in there and the cat's just, you know, sitting right next to his head, not actually bothering him. And she goes and picks it up and takes it out. And then later in the morning, when he shows up bald. Oh, no, he shows up bald. He shows up bald. The father immediately is like, it's that damn cat. And he goes to chase the cat. And it's like, I don't, who thinks the first thought when they see their bald son that it's the cat's fault? Who? Everybody in Canada knows that yeah. cats cause baldness. Yes. Please, yes. please, Michael yes. Hogan, if you're out yes. there, we want to know your direction for the scene in which you chased a cat because it stole your son's hair. Oh, my goodness. And in the background, you hear the cat go, meow. And it's like, what are you doing? So as we had mentioned, Michael wakes up the next morning to find out that the fright has made him lose all his hair. And like he gets up. Walks, puts on his robe, walks all the way downstairs to mm-hmm. see the family without knowing that he's bald. And then he just kind of like has a moment where he's just like, what? What? I don't, yeah. I don't under. And it's not until like Connie, who is also there because he's always there, yes. <laughs> shows him a to- toaster that his life falls apart. <laughs> he's so ugly. I'm disgusting. He says. <laughs> I'm disgusting. 
Like he doesn't go to school. And his dad and sister mother lets him just stay home just because he's bald. I love the official diagnosis that the doctor gives them. That harem scarum. Harem scarum. He's got harem scarum. Yeah, he gives this great like explanation of just like you know how your your fingers are kind of uh, on the table. Now now do something spooky, and the kid just goes ah, and he goes oh, you see that? That's how it happens. Your your hair, woo, just just like my fingers, just flew off the table. Harem scarum. Uh, I love how they try to fake this scientific explanation yes, yes. that makes no sense at all. By the way, like. Did they not? Did the hair like actually vanish? Yeah, he would have woken up if it had fallen out. Like yeah. when he woke up, we would have seen it. It would have been everywhere. Yeah, it exactly. Like, like the hair just just walked. It actually away. ran away. It Partic- ran away, yeah. particle by particle. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we now have the wig scene. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness! So he's bald, and the family pretty much has to restrain him to put a wig on him because he's like, no, no. No! Don't put Just it being on a me. completely big brat. Yes. And then, like, they put the wig on. First, they put it on him, like, awful. And it just looks terrible. But then they're just like, no, stop. We're going to put glue on it. And they put him on his head, put it on his head. And he's suddenly like, yeah. Yeah. Now that they glued it to his head, like yeah. a bunch of idiots. And all these, like, fully artist enjoyment moments where they're pushing it down. It's like, Oh, yeah, the squishing noise, yes. The squishing noise was the best. So he get, he he gets this wig, and I feel like they had to add this scene because I, I almost think that, like, partial way through the movie they were making it, and they're just like, why does he not just wear a wig? <laughs> oh, we didn't think of that at all. They're like, crap. Need to come up with a wig yes, scene. Yes, because everything else so far makes sense. <laughs> well, now he's got a new lease on life yes. now that he has this wig. He's it's got so this great. wig, and he can go, and he be, can be part of the soccer game, to which there's a big kid that's like the big bully soccer boy. This kid is so yeah. big, he look he literally looks older than everyone else in this scene. Yeah, he looks like he's 22 or 23. And he, he looks like he's like bulky for his age, too, yes. on top of that. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. like the, it's like the baby with old man syndrome look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they play soccer. Like, and I have to say, Michael is just nets, just net, 100%, uh-huh. just net boy. And granted, there is no other member of his team but Michael. Yeah. Also, there's actually no net. So when the ball goes through the goal, someone has to go and chase the ball. <laughs> I, I don't know if you, anyone else noticed this. That but... wasn't in the budget. <laughs> So this this bully soccer player like does an intentional trip to which Michael like co- goes up and gets in his face. By the way, I guess this game not officiated at all. Like no. there's no ref that like steps no. in at all no at parents. this moment. Maybe they play soccer like they play hockey. Yeah, no rules, anarchy. <laughs> Just this right. Canada. Outback State. Beth. If you fight, that's part of the game. Yeah. yeah. So basically they get into a fight which essentially just amounts to the big kid grabbing his hair, which by the way Bad, bad form. Bad yeah. form. Also, just most boys would not go for the hair. That's no. a very girl move. Very much. Yeah. Very female. Yeah. But, yeah. So the fact that he actually literally went over, grabbed his hair, it looked dumb. 
And then it's like super obvious. It's like he knew he was wearing a wig almost. That's how obvious it looked. Yeah, which is why I say it's almost like somebody had that moment of just like, we need a wig scene so he's not wearing a wig. Yeah, Yeah. well, it it felt a little bit like it was that moment where he realized that he was twice the size of everyone on the field. (laughs) So he put his arm (laughs) hand on his head so that he couldn't do anything like that moment. Yeah. Like they were trying to do that. But, but he actually just, just it grabbed it and ripped it off. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. So, so then he does that and he tugs and there's just this scene with just like silly putty, just <laughs> yes. the white just glue just coming as he yanks the wig off, to which point the soccer game is over. Uh-huh. And everybody, his team and the away team, begin chasing him through the streets. All the way to him. his house. <laughs> And they're laughing the whole time. Yes. There's not a moment they're not laughing. <laughs> These are soccer hooligans. This is how soccer hooligans begin. Oh my goodness. This is, like, uh, this is so weird. This movie is so weird. Poetry in motion, really. really. <laughs> so, at this point, the ghosts appear. Now we get the ghost. Now, now we didn't now. know. So why? But, now, yeah, before we still don't know that's what happened before. So oh, we. I wanted to to not skip over the scene where he's drumming. Where he's okay. Playing the drums. <laughs> oh yeah. Out of anger, he's so angry and playing the drums, and his sister is angry and she's playing the piano, and he yells out, "I'm disgusting! I don't want any visitors! I'm disgusting! <laughs> Go away!" And okay. So, so dramatic. So. That part was really crazy, right? Because the sister is playing the piano really well. Yes. And then he's playing the drums really well. (laughs) I was like, this is the only two things that these kids can do well. So they had to put it in the movie. Mm -hmm. Because everything else they do in the movie, they do very badly. Yeah. I was kind of surprised to just hear that. Just like, wow, damn, you could just become like... You're the next next Michael Stipe. Just stop. You're good. Yeah. Yes. Nobody yes. cares if you're bald if you're a drummer. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Sorry. I felt like uh, that was really important. Yeah. It's yeah. Super, super important to the plot. Every 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 single scene is scene is just a banger on this one. We're also we're at 30 minute mark. We are still at paragraph one. Oh no. In it for the long haul. <clears throat> Wino ghosts appear and visit Michael in his sleep to give him a recipe of a magical formula for hair growth, the main ingredient of which is peanut butter. And we finally get to the peanut butter. All right. And now we're into the movie. Does anybody is anybody able to actually pull up the list of what the peanut butter oh, solution I is? I can. It's, I know there were flies. There were six, flies. Dead six flies. dead flies. Yeah, a five. licorice leaf. Some crackers. I'm finding it now. Yeah, yes. While she's looking that up, how about how ghosts don't make any noise if you're not looking at them? Oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it's just poltergeists. It's just like if you look at poltergeists, you hear the noise, but if you don't, they doesn't make noise. And they still eat food. Okay, I've got it. Okay, Are you ready? So, what, so basically the old lady ghost that was burned up in the mansion who I assume likely was one of the ghosts that gave him the fright, then goes like, eh, I'm feeling good right now, so I'm going to give you a solution to get your hair back. Yes. And this is the solution she gives. So and, and forces yeah. him to remember and state each time 
So go, give yes. it the way that she has him describe All it. All right. So it's one really ripe banana. One really ripe banana. Uh, on, on your head. Uh, all right. Put it on my head. Put it on your head. Yeah, okay. Five dead flies. Five dead flies. Put them on your head. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll put it on my head. Uh, didn't I not teach you grammar? <laughs> <laughs> put them on my head. Put them on your head. Put them on. All right. Put okay. it on my head. All right. One rotten egg. One rotten head. Put it on my head. <laughs> Three licorice leaves. Three licorice leaves. Put it on my head. <laughs> A fistful of kitty litter. A, a fistful of kitty litter. Put it on my head. <laughs> Three Connie Crisps. Three Connie Crisps. Put it on my head. Three Cosby Crackers. Three Cosby Crackers. Put it on my head. And then she just rushes through the last part. <laughs> this is nine spoons of soil, a glass of pepper's fizz, a spoonful of peanut butter, but not too much. I won't tell you what's going to happen if you do too much. It's not for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for her to say. You're not, not allowed to write down this recipe either. No. You have to remember. Yeah, you it. have to, re- <laughs> which is very important. Maybe ten, maybe five minutes later, with what happens. So he then the next scene attempts to make this concoction, to which he his parent like his parents in I think, I think quotation parents. marks since we know one of them is his parent sister. Uh, <laughs> Like, yank him away and pour it down the drain because they thought that he was going to drink it and that could kill him, to which he's like, no, I wasn't. And they're like, oh. Oh, well, okay, whatever, go to bed. (laughs) So then he just goes back and makes it again. Or wait, no. No, he has to see the ghost first. Yeah, Yeah. so he has to go see the ghost first. (laughs) And this time he's like, hey, could you give me that recipe again? And the lady's like, no. And the guy ghost just takes it from her and gives it to him. Sometimes I'm mean and sometimes I'm nice. Right now, I guess I'm mean. (laughs) So he just, like, he specifically was like, I forgot the recipe. And she's like, well, I'm not giving it to you again. And the guy just gives it to him. Like, just like, just like, this is stupid. Just fix your hair. Yeah. (laughs) I love how they call him Baldy. They call him Baldy. The the ghost do. All right, Baldy. So, Here's your recipe. So he makes the solution again, and then basically he's in the bathroom, and he gets a paintbrush, and he starts putting it on himself, and he's just like, oh, it's just too runny. This is too runny. This needs more peanut butter. Yeah. yeah that'll like, do it. Like, the one thing they tell them not to do too much of, he decides to put more in. Don't put, don't put too much peanut butter. He's just like, maybe just like three scoops, three scoops yeah. of peanut butter. It puts it on, and now he mixes it up, puts it on, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is This is perfect. This is working. Yeah. This is working. Yeah. This and is so, fine. And so the next morning, he wakes up, and I think he just goes to the shower, mm-hmm. and, like, immediately he goes and just washes it off, and he's still bald, and he's like, oh, this didn't work. Oh, it didn't work. Oh. And then they he goes downstairs, and it, it feels like near immediately, sister mom just kind of goes over. He's like, wait a second. Gets a magnifying. Those are hairs. <laughs> to which we get to with the like scene where you thought you were going crazy. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So this, this part, oh my yeah. God. Where you think that they just edited the movie badly, but they're actually trying to elude that things are changing. Yes. <laughs> Every time that they cut away from this kid, and cut back to him, his hair has grown a couple more inches. Yes. <laughs> like, like yeah. they cut away the first time, and he was clearly mostly bald. But then they cut away, and there's some fuzz, and you're like, oh, this is, this is, oh, come on, guys. Like, yeah. you, this is just real bad continuity. But, like, by the next cut, it's actually, like, a nice shaggy, like, 
set small bit of hair, and it's like, oh, oh, you just telegraphed that real badly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then it's long by the end of the scene. It's pretty long. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's starting to get pretty long, and then like Connie, of course, is there again. Yeah. And like he's just like, well, how did you do it? And then he's just like, oh, I just took that stuff and I put this on my hair, and he just makes a cat like screams oh. like, do you think that this could work? Uh, down there. <laughs> the most awkward scene in the movie. Yes. I need you to get out of here because I'm going to put it down there. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh my God, this is a kid's movie. Oh. What's going on? Family horror. Oh. <laughs> oh, so good. I mean, I, kid, I could have told you, no one really wants hair down there. <laughs> People spend a lot of time and effort. Handling down yes. there, and, yes. and he wanted it, and oh, it gets it's, even better. It's just French Canadian priorities. That's just, oh. I need a big, thick mane of hair. Yeah, of all the hair places, I would want hair as a ki- as a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Chest, legs, yeah. arms, mustache, maybe. Nope, down there. Down there. <laughs> oh. So awkward. Yeah, that was really Ooh. awkward to watch as an adult. I felt uncomfortable. That's quite possibly my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite part is about to come up. Oh, my goodness. So uh, the two of them go to school. And at this point, like, we realize things are kind of getting out of hand. Because uh, now, like, basically, he has this, like, I'd probably say, like, waist-length, like, mm-hmm. mat of hair uh, that, you know, just keeps growing and obviously, like, the teachers are getting upset because, like, students are, like, stopping and saying, like, his hair is growing. And the teacher, who yesterday had seen him bald. <laughs> like, or we have to assume, like, he, he never went to school until his hair came back. Like, basically, like, he came into the classroom. You couldn't tell, like, within the 30 minutes that his hair was obviously growing crazy yes. fast. yes. Um, to which, go ahead, Jeremiah. Oh, so, uh, you know, Connie's sitting behind him, cutting it for him because it just keeps growing. And the teacher says, your hair only grows an inch a month. What do you think, I'm a dodo? (laughs) What do you think, I'm a dodo? So then he goes back to teaching, cuts his hair some more, of course, and the teacher tells them that they have to get out. <laughs> to which all right I, I, Jeremiah you are oh. going to be you are going to be Michael the rest of us will be the class all, all right? right okay okay all right I want to be educated not just hairy <laughs> <laughs> best scene of the entire movie oh my goodness it's so weird <laughs> Yep. <laughs> then he says, go. And then they go to the principal's office. Oh, God. And then basically at this point, <laughs> yes. so, who, who wants to explain this one? Christina, uh, oh, you want to so, go for it? They're at the principal's office, and they're telling him that they can't go back to school, and, and it's a problem. And she looks at Connie. Well, well but first, oh, explain, yes, like, why. Sorry. Like, they can't go back to school. Oh, why? Because the hair is growing so quickly. It's distracting. And, and three... three teachers have threatened to walk out if he comes back. <laughs> 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 you can't be here. Oh. She says, Connie, you have a problem, too. 
And she motions down to the bottom of his legs, and his, his hair, his pubic hair, essentially, is growing out of the bottom of his pants and curling <laughs> up on the floor. <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh, my goodness. And basically, like, we get a scene of the two of them leaving school, to yes. which you can clearly see, like, Connie having a large <laughs> mat of hair. Yes. like Trailing behind Trailing behind him. Behind him. <laughs> and... And this is the last time we ever bring up this plot point yes. because Connie yes. from then on is healed. Yes, he's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. No problem with hair now. Yeah. yeah. Really oddly, he's fine while Michael's still dealing with his problems. Yes. Like, could you imagine the later scenes if, like, he's just like on his bike and all of a sudden it's like getting caught in the spokes? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No. no! Why'd you have to bring that up? Family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honey, I've had situations where I've had the pubic hair pulled and it's not fun. No. Can you imagine having that much hair pulled all at once after getting caught inside of the gears of your bicycle? Oh, oh no, thank you. Sabrina had a real reaction to this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they stopped talking about it. Maybe. He braided it. He braided yeah, it. He braided it. Get it out of the way. Oh, boy. So I think next there's a scene where Senor is fired, right? Yes. Yeah, so Senor gets fired because reasons? Yeah, I don't know. I think the principal says, you said you were a great artist. Oh, he, he was really being really mean to the students, and he had a complaint. And I oh. think um, she did some background research on him after he'd been working there for a couple of years, like finally doing <laughs> some research on this person. Mm -hmm. And he's been kicked out of three schools and, and isn't really isn't really a um, descendant of Rembrandt. No shit. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting point that's on Wikipedia that I never picked up at. While Michael frantically searches for a solution, Connie discovers that his hair will stop growing by yelling at it. <laughs> Wait, I, when did that happen? Oh, no. Wikipedia says this is a thing. Can what? you just imagine he's just there in the bathroom? Just, ah, ah. Is that a, Maybe that's on the DVD commentary. <laughs> we needed a zine to get rid of his pubic hair. I don't understand. Why did it work for Connie, but it didn't work for Michael then? Because Michael had the fright. Is that is that what we're saying? I is, think so. I, I think guess that's so. it. Because the fright has to pass on uh, in order wait. for the hair to stop, right? Does that? That's what seems to but be. But that the doesn't case. make any sense because the fright is what causes his hair to disappear in the first place. <laughs> what does that have to do with the peanut butter solution? <laughs> well, okay, so there's obviously a lot of plot holes in this movie, <sighs> but so the big one is. So apparently the ghosts are the ones that gave him the fright, and then he saw them the next night and was not at all afraid of them. Yeah, exactly. No. And no. they're the ones that gave him the solution to grow his hair back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now it's time to return to the plot line of Senor. <sighs> all right. So after getting fired from the school, the Senor finds out about Michael's condition. And basically, we have a scene where Michael is upset, 
and he's like trying to he wants to go to school even though he's been kicked out it's a really windy day and his hair is like super long and he makes it like to the next house over (laughs) and then just collapses next to the stairs He's so despondent at this point. At which point, a mysterious figure appears, and the next thing that we have is like, 10 kids kidnapped. (laughs) 20 kids missing. And the father's smashing up his studio. He's so upset. Oh, God. Hold on. What have I done? We need to. Hold on. Pause timeout. We need to get back to the father and his paintings. That's right. All right. So. His father is a painter, and up in his ha- his room, he has paintings, and all of his paintings are bizarre and of birds. Yes. Bird lying down. Bird. Yes. Bird in fancy clothes. <laughs> Bird in fancy clothes was and, awesome. Uh, I looked and found Etsy stores that include oh. bird with fancy clothes, what? and I am going to get what? one. Oh. Are they the same paintings? Yes, oh, they are. Beautiful. They are recreations of bird in fancy clothes, and I kind of want yes. one. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> that was his best painting. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Oh, I love it. That so. belongs in every house. <laughs> Every sure. house that will sure. go that will go right above the toilet, just bird <laughs> in fancy clothes. Yeah, he was trying to sell those to the art dealer named Rabbit. Rabbit was Rabbit. the art dealer. Rabbit, the I art dealer. I was trying dealer. to remember his name. Who turns out is siblings with a very. But you don't with find that out until much later out. in yeah. the movie. He's siblings with someone. Well, well yeah, we'll yeah. discover that. So yeah. they're trying to sell paintings. Uh, then, then like, there's only one painting he really likes that he's going to give, like, $6,000 for, which he's just like, no, this is a painting for my daughter wife. <laughs> no, he said it's a birthday present. Yeah. That's all he says. Yeah, it's a yeah. birthday present. I'm not selling it, even though I'm a starving artist in a giant house who has no money problems. Yeah. How does he get to those paintings out of his attic, by the way? Because they're really big. I don't know. Oh, they were huge, weren't they? Yeah, they were and really he was big. doing them in the attic, which is the first time for me. Like I've heard of artists like painting in their basement, but I've, that's the first time I've seen in the attic. Interesting Vent- choice. Good, good ventilation, maybe. It's very hot up there. There was no insulation. You could see the beams of it, the. It's room. Montreal. It's frozen most of the year. All right, that's yeah. my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Cylons did it. I don't know. Cylons did it. All right, so then we have the scene, right, where so basically, kids missing. So yeah. kids, kids are missing. missing. Father's trashing his studio. Yeah, the father is in his attic studio throwing things around and screaming in futility. <laughs> Take that, heavens. Okay, so at this point, we find out it is the senior that is kidnapping the children (laughs) and is then using Michael's hair to sell brushes uh, across the city to make money. These really giant, ridiculous looking brushes. Awful looking brushes. With limp hair that doesn't actually look like Mm -hmm. it would make a good brush Mm -hmm. at all. And then, like, basically... (laughs) They, they they go into this place. They're just like we can't find Michael, and they pick up a brush and they touch the hair. Of the no 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 no. They're they're looking for Michael. Uh huh. And they they were like, okay, well, I kind of want. And then the sister, uh, mother person, decided she wanted to buy a present for her dad because he was so down and depressed about Michael. She wanted to buy him something, so they go to the art store to look for new brushes for him. 
And then the guy is like, well, hey, if you're looking for something special, I have these special brushes. They're like $25 per brush. And she gives him this giant brush that does not look like it's comfortable to use at all with mm. the limp bristles. Ineffective paintbrush. Yeah. It is, it is essentially like a chair leg that is a paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> and as she's touching it, she's like, wait a minute. I recognize this hair because I've been cutting it. It's Michael's. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> you know how many people have hair that feels similar? You just assume it's the hair from your brother? <laughs> I, I would just have been like, this is human hair. What the guy? Come on. Yeah. All right. And then how about they try to give the guy that runs the store the rundown? <laughs> like, you Connie. need to tell us. And, yeah. and the guy is just the most, it's like, I don't know, he's just a guy that comes in here and sells brushes. What do I know? <laughs> He'll be here tomorrow. I don't Friday. know anything about my suppliers <laughs> at all. I just take random shipments and pay for them without knowing anything about them. Because that's how businesses work. Like, okay, so they're only 25 bucks a brush. So that means he's making no money off of them in the first place, right? But anyway. All right, so uh, uh, to make magic ever growing, uh, so he inside of the sweatshop he has subdued Michael with a knockout drug. The kidnapped children are put to work under tough conditions. We have to make five hundred brushes a day, or we don't eat. Uh, the paint brushes. Uh, well, we'll get to that. So <clears throat> let's talk about Connie and Michael's sister, like way that they figure out where it is. Uh, so Connie and mother sister, uh, <laughs> set up this plan where they know the van. So they, they go and Connie jumps into the back of the van and he starts mm -hmm. pouring sugar out the back. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, mother sister is like following behind on a bike, yes. but then all of a sudden there's a street sweeper yes. and oh no, no, yes. I lost the trail. Even though you could probably just like gone a few blocks up yeah, and, and seen. found it. Yeah. Oh, it supposedly it takes her a whole week to find the sugar trail again. It would have yeah. been gone. Supposedly, yeah. yeah. So did anyone catch the senior's coat as he got out of the van? No. no it looked it's, really it's hairy. Hair. It's made it's of hair. Oh, yeah. It's made of hair. Yeah. Of Michael's hair. That's really disgusting. What do you do when you have all this magical hair? You make a coat. So oh. basically because of that... Uh, Mother sister is not able to like form the authorities, and Connie gets found and put into the sweatshop. To which we find out that the paintbrushes are powerful, uh, so powerful that they paint whatever their user imagines without the need of detail or neatness. Uh, let's see. Uh, but he somehow like puts his dog into every single painting. Yes. So basically, we have a sweatshop scene. They're all like putting together these really crappy painting pieces. And then I really feel like I've like passed out for a while here because mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like, Senor is now suddenly calling Connie like his son. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Connie shows up um, to find Michael. Also, note that uh, Connie's sister was kidnapped. Also, yeah. she's in the factory, but he's not searching for her. He's like, I gotta find Michael. I gotta yeah, He doesn't really fine. care that his sister's there. <laughs> sister's fine. She'll be okay. She'll be fine. So he shows up. And the senor grabs him and keeps calling him an inspector. He's yeah, like, well, that's Connie's like, Connie's like, I'm, I'm the inspect. inspector. I'm here to inspect yeah. your factory. <laughs> Shows him around. He's like, I, I obviously know you. You were in my class and you started stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. Like, <laughs> won't show up to my class again. 
I'll show you. <laughs> so so then, you know, Connie's there working, right? And I can't remember what led up to Connie asking him to be his son. Oh, yeah, he decides he's going to try and, like, break Michael loose while the senior's sleeping. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole scene where the kid next to him is like, well, you can't because he has these invisible trip wires. And he's like, well, I'm going to go anyways. Well, here, if you're going to go here, take my invisible wire, uh, invisible wire. What did he call it? Invention. It was. Yeah, it's his invention. But I guess it's supposed to find the wires. And all it is is a limp rag attached to a stick that just touch it. If you touch it over the wire, you can see where the wire is. And so he gets all the way to Michael But then all of a sudden, every time you go back and look at Connie when he's talking to Michael, you slowly see that the senior suddenly not there in his bed, his dog sitting up looking at you and the senior catches him. And he's like, I'm going to put you in my net. So there's a scene where he's in the net spinning and he's like, oh, get me out of here. And then he comes up with a story about how he wants the senior to be his dad. And at first the senior was like, no, I'm not a dad. And then he keeps talking about how he really wants a dad because his dad ran away or something. And then the senior, for some reason, relents. He's like, okay, I'm your your father now. I'm going to show you all the tricks because you are now my son and I must teach you everything. And now he's so... He's so proud of Connie as his son. Yes. Suddenly, <laughs> Connie is the best son, and the kids are all there, and they're all laughing. Uh, they're so oh. happy. Yeah, they're so happy because the senior decides to show them how he makes one of his magical paintings, and he tells him <laughs> to paint the house where Michael was frightened. And we get another Celine Dion song. As he's working yes. on this painting, yeah. It's real. It's real. And the weirdest thing about this entire scene is is the fact that, like, these kids are in slave labor. Yes, they are. And they're all like, hey, yay. And laughing and like, oh, this is amazing. Check out this painting while this just plays. (laughs) (laughs) This song does not belong in this movie. (laughs) This this is the bad guy. him sound mystical and awesome what's wrong with you He's kidnapping children talk about tonal change so then we find out that you can go into the paintings yes. they're magical paintings yeah. right one of the kids um one of the enslaved kids wandered into a snowy painting and never came back no, he had to come back because come back. it was an imaginary place, so he couldn't actually go anywhere. That's yeah, right. that, 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 was the, footsteps. that was the problem with all the other paintings. You can walk into them, but because they're imaginary, they don't actually lead anywhere that yes, you could actually right. get help. That's right. So Connie's plan was to have him draw a place that they knew so that they could get help. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he has them. he has him paint the mansion that burned down, to which he's just like, well, okay, here's this musical jaunt. <laughs> and kids just, are laughing. He splashes clapping. the brush randomly yes. on the scene, and it's this painting of a house that's not yeah, Yeah, it looks <laughs> different, yeah. Completely different house. So then they're just like, you should go and check, the, go inside the painting. Well, and Connie check. wanted to go inside the painting, but then the senior was like, no, I'll go. It's It may be dangerous. Son. And you're my son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he goes in, he climbs up the slide the way Michael did, and he looks inside, and of course, he gets frightened. He falls out of the window, down the slide, and out of the painting, and he's unconscious, kind of like how Michael was when he first got frightened. And then he's immediately bald, and the hair is gone. And and what is the phrase? The fright? The yeah, the fright. fright is passed off. Yeah. 
So Michael so. suddenly free and his hair stopped growing. And then I guess at some point he then goes into the painting and goes and sees the ghosts. Michael but the does. thing is, they yes. don't look like ghosts. They look like normal people that are they're sleeping there. They yeah. don't look like ghosts at all. Yeah, they're, they're, and they're just, just homeless people. Yeah, and they're just there, and the, and they essentially see Michael, and they're just like, "I guess you got us, kid." Yeah, and he's like, me. he even says, "I'm not afraid of you." I'm afraid of you anymore. <laughs> You wino. <laughs> you wino. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We forgot. the. No, it's on the way out. Talking about the, the scene with Connie and uh, the senior. No, we forgot. In the meantime, while this is happening. Oh, okay. The sister mother, sister, sister daughter, sister mother, <laughs> finds the sugar trail again, goes to get the father and tell him what's happening. And turns out um, Rabbit, the art dealer, is the sibling of the senor and knows exactly where he is. And then there's another sibling yes, there's that another sibling. just kind of is there because we needed another sibling. It's for the some doctor. Reason. It was the doctor. The doctor's the other sibling. That, um, oh. Diagnosed him with harem scarum. And then of course. when they ask the art dealer, you know, where's your other brother? He says, oh, he died. <laughs> no, not that, say, brother. not that brother. Like, how many brothers did they have? Yeah. <laughs> They're twins, but, you know, not identical. <laughs> not identical. That's it. So when they get there on the way to the house, I thought this was a really amazing scene, is when you realize all the children have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> when the senior is laying on the ground, his hair has disappeared, and uh, Connie's like, all right, we need to get out of here. And all the other kids are like, but... But he was so nice to you after you became his son. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. He's goodness. nice now. <laughs> uh, we should stay. And this is late-stage capitalism at its, uh, at its finest. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, they, they you know, That's he so passed oh, the fright on. Yeah, but then uh, the guy wakes up. And then we have a little chase scene. Yeah, a little chase scene yeah. where they go downstairs, and it looks like he's going to catch them again. But then suddenly there's his sister, mother, and his dad. And then cops for some suddenly. reason the cops decide to hang back for a couple minutes before <laughs> they enter. It's like uh, cops should have entered first, yes. but okay. Sorry, we needed that warrant, but we saw people breaking and entering. So <laughs> so then they, uh, they grab the senor, right? Yeah. And his brother's like, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that vine. <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. All the senior's hair has fallen out at this point, too. Yeah, and the it's only thing the, the senior can on. say is, wait, wait, can I take my dog? <laughs> that's it. Yep, and that's the, well, oh, no, that's uh, not the end. The, 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 I think the end is basically they're back home and then mom shows up. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's a happy ending because mom's back. Yeah. Because mom was important to the story for some reason. Oh, there was a weird part, like, somewhere through the movie that, like, they mentioned that he's like, I want to talk to mom. And they're like, I'm sorry, you can't talk to her, which was still, like, instilled the entire thing of, like, mom is not going to be part of this movie. She is <laughs> definitely, we are definitely getting a divorce. Um but then, like, later, there's a the moment at the school where she's like, I've talked to your mom. And I'm like, hold on. How? What is the situation where mom has time to talk to the school but not actually her son? Yeah. 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 that's so She has weird. no interest in those children. <laughs> no. Oh. I, I, was re I was really not oh. in Australia. I just needed some time away. I needed some time. <laughs> <laughs> that movie. 
And that oh. is the peanut butter solution. It, it is a must-see. Yeah. yeah. I feel changed somehow. <laughs> like, I'm not the same person I was before I watched it. Uh, yeah, I'm not the same person either. <laughs> Probably for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. What of these things can I tell you? Uh, Celine Dion was 17 when she made these. Oh, wow. uh, the songs for this. Um those yes ended up in the English version is the first English language song she's uh, English? she made English English <laughs> so wait those were the, her first English language songs yes wow uh, producer Rock Demers painted uh, loved the painting of the family playing tennis so much that he hung it in his office for thirty years <laughs> oh, wow that was such a bad painting that was such a bad painting. <laughs> where is the bird in fancy clothes I want the original. <laughs> Uh, Skippy Peanut Butter paid for that pr- product placement. Yes. Aha! Uh-huh. Of course they did. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you had to in the peanut butter solution, why wouldn't you? If uh, you're not eating Skippy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not putting Skippy on your head, uh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> producer Rock Demers has said that he and director Michael Rubo. Uh, Michael Rubo, let me say it in the correct French, uh, began the film. Their goal was to create a gentle, frightening film. Oh, gentle. <laughs> oh. That was the beginning family of horror. family horror. <laughs> oh. They he created that genre. Original he, genre. Gentle sorry. horror. <laughs> he felt the thing was, if something frightens you, find out why. In most cases, you'll discover it was so frightening. It wasn't so frightening after all. Essentially goosebumps. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that, man, I'm, my cheeks hurt. Yes, (laughs) mine do too. Oh. The film actually won an award for best original score. Yeah. Um, A genie? Was it called a genie award? I I think it's a genie award. Um, The rest of the music isn't so great. I mean, the Celine Dion songs, they really are stellar. I think Um, we found that out before you actually showed me the movie. And so the entire movie, I was going, wait, this music won an award? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, Of everything you say, you just listen to it, and then all of a sudden. (laughs) So good. Come on. No, the Celine Dion songs were great. only you could see us all dancing right now <laughs> it's it and, and it is completely just devoid of any meaning in this film yes <laughs> not at all uh, it's wonderful it's wonderful i certainly experienced something this this is up there with like titanic the animated movie and my curse films like these these are the movies that i curse people to to watch I didn't know there was an animated Titanic. Oh, you've got to see Titanic, the animated movie with kid safe ending that ensures that everyone gets off the boat safely. Oh, that's really nice. Alternative (laughs) facts. That's lovely. I I feel like this is a must-see film. Uh, I uh, recommend people watch this because, wow, like if we did, we explained pretty much every plot point, but it is something to experience. If you can find a high-def copy of it, um, that is highly worth it. Otherwise, if you don't want to spend the hour and a half to watch it, there are some really good reviews on YouTube that hit the highlights with us and actually do like show you stuff where we just gab on for an hour and six minutes. Oh wow! I, I feel like you just about have to talk about every scene in this film. That's the thing. 
is this conversation is as long as the movie because how can you skip a single scene in this movie? And I I'm, I feel terrified that we might have left something so important out. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that we missed a couple because we kept going back and thinking, oh wait, no, you didn't talk about that one. It's just jam packed. I mean, I mean, it, it is really crazy that it is a incomprehensible yet complete film. Yes. Oh, I love it! I love it so much. Sister mom is the weirdest thing. Oh man, so weird. The father Sister is mom. so inept. He really is. He just didn't care what his kids were no, doing until no. his kid disappeared, and then he destroyed his studio weirdly. <laughs> But he was only destroying one spot specifically. He was standing in one spot, throwing things around. Yeah, he had a like a table with all of his art supplies on it, and he's like oh, knocking them over and geez. hitting them on the counter, and that's it. That's that's anger. Oh, all right, that is man. We're gonna need a break after that one. Yeah. Whew. Ah, uh, so thank you. Uh, next episode we've got coming up, Sabrina. It's your choice. Yeah, it's a total theme changer. Yeah, a little bit, but you know, it's still it's still a journey. We've we've went on a journey this week. You continue with a journey in which we travel in a smaller version of the world. Thambolina! <laughs> no, that sounded pretty a- that, That's pretty accurate. The great Cartoon movie done by Don Bluth. Yeah, Thumbelina. We're, go- we're going back to Don Bluth. Soundtrack by Barry freaking Manilow. Oh man, I didn't know what to think when I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah, amazing, right? <laughs> Mr. For- Copacabana. Yeah, prepare for some smooth jams. Smooth, awesome jams. You're going to like what you see. Oh. <laughs> From Charo and Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody saw Aladdin and went like, you know, what if we got that guy and made him sing? Oh, really? <laughs> sure, I'll sing. All right, so uh, you can find us at friendsclub.com, satfriendsclub on Twitter. We also on Patreon, patreon.com slash satfriendsclub. If you like what you listen to, uh, you can be part of the group over there. We do our episodes posted up early, uh, We and, you know, you, we are a podcast, so you can catch everything over there. Uh, we have uh, all the goodness of uh, uh, Discord community, so you can chat with us. Uh, we can have communi- communique, we talk. It's a it's a good it's a good time. People like us. We're 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 very important online. <laughs> Next episode, as said, Thumbelina, we're gonna get small. Small. And we're gonna get small, small time. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want an education. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, we will catch you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. Till then, sleep well, everyone. <laughs>